Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life, a Thrive Today podcast where we share everyday stories of encouragement and transformation from people using relational skills in their lives. Spend time with us and be inspired by real life examples of how we use relational skills to strengthen and repair our relational connections. We're so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Chris Corsi here, president of Thrive Today, and I want to welcome you to the Relational Skills in Real Life podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today's focus is on learning to incorporate practice into your day. That's right. How do I incorporate relational skills into my day? How do I get started? How do I develop these relational skills? What steps can I do and how can I do this? Those are all good questions. And so, What we're going to talk about today are some practical ways that you can develop these habits, even if your life is busy, your plate is full, and you just don't have a lot of time or bandwidth to devote to practicing relational skills. The good news is we can do a little bit that uh, that pays off in large dividends. That's right. When it comes to relational skills, a little bit goes a long way. You'll often hear me saying this as we talk about relational skills and what it means to practice relational skills in some simple ways. So friends, the good news is with relational skills, there are certain things that go a long way. You know, the point of relational skill practice ultimately is to feel the feeling, whether it's joy or return to joy or the effects of peace and resting and calming, we feel the feeling We want to share it, whether we're sharing it with a friend, a prayer partner, a family member, or with Jesus. We want to feel it, share it, and then we can quiet it. And so we are learning to live in our bodies. You see, relational skills like emotions will affect the body and show up in the body. So if I'm practicing some joy, joy is going to show up in my body, right? My My heart rate might speed up and so forth. Like the effects of practicing will show up in my body. If it's resting, the uh, on-demand release of serotonin will affect my body and it might slow my heart rate. So how do we stay present in our body while we practice relational skills? Um, Just helps to have that on the table as we go forward because ultimately you have to learn to live in your body and uh, relational skills affect your body. They affect your mind and ultimately they affect your attention system in your brain. So we are learning to train our brain to scan for the good stuff. We're learning to train our brain to notice the effects of a relational skill in our body. And we're learning to be able to spread some joy in uh, the environment that we live in or that we work in and so forth. So what um, comes to my mind when I think about this practice of um, learning and growing relational skills is I can remember when Jen and I were first married. Um, trying to find workable rhythms for us to connect and even to practice some relational skills. So I can remember I used to be an early morning riser and I would get up early and I would want to use, you know, an hour or two in the mornings before I started my day to journal, to read scripture and pray and so forth. And one of the things that changed when I got married is my wife wanted to interact in the mornings. Go figure. My wife wanted to interact. So One of the things I had to learn was how to shift uh, some of things around in my routine and my schedule. And so we would use morning times to connect and to pray together. 
and to talk about the day and so forth. And I would spend some of my my God time, as I called it, in the evening. So I would use the time before bed and I would mix it up a little bit. So I learned to find um, a workable rhythm. And so part of what you have to think through when you look at a growing relational skills is what's a workable rhythm? When do you have windows of time that would work to practice a certain skill? And again, these can be very simple practices. It can be thanking God for your day in the shower in the morning or while you're waiting for your cup of coffee to to finish, um, you know, brewing, whatever that might be uh, on the drive to work, um, interacting with kids or family members, uh, driving kids to school and so forth. So part of what we want to do is learning to incorporate practical skills into your day whether it's joy or rest or storytelling or seeing some of what God sees. We approach this um, as we would um, just learning a new skill. We we find windows of time. These can be three-minute windows where you can do something uh, to practice a specific skill. So this is good, good news. So if you think about when do you have um, the most energy? Do you have energy in the morning or do you have energy as the day goes on? Do you have energy over your lunchtime? Do you have energy in the evening? When do you have energy? That would be a good time to practice a certain skill. Some of us are morning people. We get up early and we're ready to start our day. Some of us do not like the mornings, but we are night people and we like to use the time in the evenings to connect. So whether you're connecting on your own, whether you're connecting, um, taking time to interact with the Lord, whether you're connecting with family member or friends or coworkers or colleagues, The point is find simple windows of time that you can practice and when you have bursts of energy and maximize those windows of opportunity by practicing certain skills. Um, When do you interact with people where you could even invite people to share, hey, what's been good in your life lately? What's, um, What's been bringing you some joy lately? What are you thankful for? Um, Could we just take 30 seconds to quiet ourselves and take a few deep breaths? Like, you know, using simple windows of time to to do that would go a long way. And again, we notice the effects of the practice. So part of learning relational skills and incorporating these practices into our lives would be noticing your body. How did it feel when we talked about um, some of our shared joy moments? How did it feel when we shared some gratitude? How did it feel when we took a breather? How did it feel when we were interacting with the Lord right there? So you're living in your body, you're trying to stay present, and you're learning to stay relational while you practice these skills. And so this is very important because you're also training your brain's attention system, as I mentioned earlier. So we do that when we're practicing relational skills and we're noticing the effects of the skills. So I often ask people, what did you notice um, when we did that practice? How did this feel in your body? If I were in your shoes, what would I be feeling right now? And for many of us, that's kind of a foreign thought. Like, hmm, how do I feel about this? How, what were the effects of this practice? We're just not used to thinking about our bodies. But friends, this is where relational skills and emotions live in our bodies. So we're learning to stay present while we practice these relational skills. And One of the other things I like to do is a bit of positive reinforcement, which means what's rewarding or meaningful about this round of practice. 
So I like to ask people, what was meaningful about our conversation here? What was meaningful about this, you know, 20-minute window to practice some of these skills together? Put words to what you're thinking and feeling. And this is part of how you're teaching your brain, not only to look for the good stuff and anticipate the good stuff, but to be able to enjoy the good stuff and be satisfied as we practice. And sometimes we discover we might not like a certain practice or a certain exercise or a certain skill. We might say that quieting practice was brutal. I did not want to do that. In fact, my body was tense and I just was thinking, well, I can't wait for this to be done. Okay, that's still a win in my book because you're noticing the effects of the practice. So friends, just think through when you can practice, think through how to keep it simple and how to really take advantage of those windows that you have. And sometimes if I have a 10-minute drive home after dropping the kids off, I might call a parent or a friend and check in and just practice this with them. And sometimes they don't even know that I'm practicing these skills. I'm just asking the questions with a little bit of curiosity. And this is why we we need to do something to keep practicing these exercises. We, Your brain is a use it or lose it machine. So the, the, the practices you do build capacity and create neural pathways that you can rely on in the future, but muscles atrophy and skills atrophy. So if we don't practice, then we, then our ability to use a skill weakens. So this is why my friend Marcus Warner and I created the 28 days to joy practices. So these are 28 days of simple exercises that you can do. We've had hundreds, if not thousands of people at this point, go through this and practice those exercises. And one of the common responses for people is they were surprised by how simple the practices were, but how impactful they were. Like these are five minute exercises but they were impactful. And so the nice thing about a 28 days to joy is you're you're doing something regularly with consistency. And maybe you can't do it every day, maybe you do it every other day, but a little bit goes a long way, my friends. And I hope that this is um, encouraging for you as you think about trying to incorporate relational skill practices into your day. A little bit goes a long way. And I just pray God's blessing over you while you... Um, continue to practice relational skills and try to grow the good stuff in your life. Thank you for listening. Check the description of this episode for specific resources and visit us at thrivetoday.org anytime. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. We look forward to seeing you next time. Mm -hmm.